0: from the lions since he joins us every week on the mitch album show alex anzalone hi alex
1: how's it going oh
0: it's going fine all good things come to an end uh and that that one came to oh, an abrupt end quickly wow. Wow.
1: wow quickly
0: your thoughts <laughs>
1: oh man yeah it's, it was um it's definitely a butt whooping that's that's for sure um you know it, in the season, and, you know, there are ups and downs to all seasons, no matter how good you are or where you're at as a team. And, um, you know, ours has seemed to come uh, week seven. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, is, is there anything to the thinking that, all right, if you're going to lose and your winning streak's going to come to an end, it's almost better that it's in a game where you just you just weren't the better team that day, the other team was doing everything right, you get it out of your system, and then you, you get your feedback as opposed to, you know, a loss you take down to the wire, and then somehow a little last-second mistake or penalty costs you, and you end up losing the game. Is it different?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I feel like it. it all, all that really matters is how we respond from it, really. It's it's really up to up to us, how we, how we want to, you know, take it from here. I think that we could use it as an opportunity to, like you said, reset, refocus, kind of just you know humble ourselves a little bit and not necessarily that we needed it but just you know it centers you a little bit and gets you back to the basics and fundamentals of what really wins you games and um you know sometimes games like this are are needed for a team to just refocus like you just mentioned does subconsciously does the like last week you guys were the best thing to ever play in football cleats you know, ESPN everybody <laughs> you were the number one team ever. Right now today they can't find you on TV today. I was looking today it was like two wow. minutes on you this morning. Does that week when everybody's giving you your flowers does that uh does that get into your psyche at the, as a team or do you don't even hear it because I, I yeah that's good. a good question I don't think I don't think so I think that um you know, a lot of our guys kind of just have been through the ups and downs and ebbs and flows, of, you know, throughout their careers or just even the past three years here with Dan of, you know, just kind of how that, how that, how that works in the media. Um, and we, you know, we don't really buy into it. We kind of just know who we are and know what type of team we could be. Um, but, and it doesn't mean that it's bad to have hype. I think it's, you know, it's, it's a good thing in some ways. And I think that it, it gets fans excited. It gets, you know, the city excited for something. And, um, you know, it's just something that you can't necessarily let it, you know, give you some confidence that, you know, you're, like you said, the best thing ever to play in cleats.
0: <laughs> well, the best thing to play in cleats yesterday was definitely Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. He was, like, in a zone that I have I've re- watched a lot of his games over his career. And he is often prone to mistakes and overthrowing people and getting a little too hyped up and, uh, and taking off and running – you know, when he probably should hold on and pass. And he just looked like somebody promised him before the game, you will not get sacked. You don't have to worry <laughs> about it. Take your time, find the perfect receiver. Almost every throw, I'm sure if you watch that tape, it, he picked the right guy to throw to at the absolute right moment. Do you just have to take your hat off to a guy like that who's playing like that in on a day like that?
1: Yeah, I think I think so. I think that, you know, as, much as we want to say, you know we played bad um as a team collectively, I think that you have to give them their credit, and you know that starts with obviously number eight it was you know it was really impressive to you know go against him and see with the throws that he was making and decision making that you know that like people have criticized him on the you know in the past for and um you know as a as an opponent you you want him to make those overthrows bad decisions but You know, as a fan of the game, you're also like, wow, it's cool to see him develop. um, You know, into you know, you know, an elite quarterback that a lot of people think he could be. But yeah, it was it was definitely um, one of those games where it's just like, man, this doesn't seem like we're doing anything to stop him. He's making the right reads, the great throws. He's running the ball. He's throwing the ball. What can we really do,
0: Alex? I'm always curious at halftime in a game like that. Uh, does coach just kind of let you sort of go off on your own and meditate or just kind of handle it as you
1: will, or does he give a fiery speech? Or how does that work? Yeah. I mean, I don't I'm, like when you're down, I, I think it was what, 28, nothing at halftime yeah, right, or yeah. something like that. When you're down like that, it's, you know, it's what, what can we do to get our, give ourselves a chance? I think that's really all that's the focus. And, um, you know, I think really just reiterating it, we got to do this one play at a time, one drive at a time. And, um you know and that's really all that goes in the halftime you make some adjustments and it's kind of really it's pretty similar as if you were in the lead so um you know our coaches have been there done that and they've played and they've they've been in these situations before so they know how to handle it you know just the right way and um you know it it's thanks to being in that situation but at the same time um you know it's good to have adversity it really tests out who it really tests who your team really is
0: I'm kind of more interested in what the coach said after the game than at halftime, because halftime, you're still trying to win it, but Mm -hmm. okay. When the game is over and it's 38 to six and you clearly got your butts kicked. What was Dan Campbell's approach with you guys in the locker
1: room? Um, You know, he he was Dan, (laughs) Um, you know, he, he wasn't uh, screaming. He wasn't, you know, doing any of that. He, I always say he, he knows exactly how, how to address our team when in, when we're in certain situations. And, um, you know, that wasn't a situation where I don't think any of us needed to be yelled or hollered at. and um, You know, just kind of reminded us that, you know, that we got our butts whooped and that we're going to be humbled and we got to get back to the basics and um, get ready for Monday night. We're going to watch the film, uh, learn from the mistakes, and we have to move on just because it's a long season. Yeah. I don't know if you
0: were aware of it, but I, I, I think during the uh... – broadcast the tv broadcast the announcers made note of the fact i think it was after the third touchdown maybe the fourth touchdown that they scored that they said um the aaron glenn uh like came to sidelines and alex anzalone was walking towards the field and aaron glenn said what you know like what like what happened and you just kind of lifted your hands up and shook your head you know which was <laughs> per- probably the perfect answer like I don't know. Like, what are we supposed to do? What do you yeah. remember? You remember that moment? And uh, I don't remember
1: that moment, but oh. I do remember the feeling of like, what, what in the world is going on? It's, it's hard just because when you're out there and, um, you know, you're trying to do your, your own job and your you know, piece your piece to the puzzle, um, your best effort. And you really just don't know what's going on or why, why things aren't working or, you know, why are certain things happening? So, um i don't remember that moment but i do remember the feeling of just like uh your hands just go up in the air it's like i don't know I, I don't know what to do and, yeah um there's really not much what, to was say. that the
0: first time you played lamar jackson in your career or you have other games uh, against him
1: well we played him in 21 here in detroit and i played him in 2018 actually i think one of the first games he played a decent amount so did you ever um,
0: get your hands on him
1: in any of those yeah, yeah, I I got a sack in twenty one, oh. um, a few tackles on him. We played him pretty pretty stout in twenty twenty one, but it was a different offensive coordinator. And um, like you like you, we talked about just before, uh, you know he's throwing the ball better than he ever has in his career. Yeah. So uh, it makes it that much more difficult. It could be a cruel game sometime too. And I'm just want to talk about your teammate Mo Ibrahim, who he he was cutting training camp with an injury settlement. He comes back, they get him in this week for running back he gets out on the first play separates his hip and he has to um. be out and misses. it's just, sometimes it's just the, the, the fate is just hard on you guys, man. Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, if you feel for a guy like that, that, you know, is just been, you know, he's been at home training and getting ready for his opportunity and he finally has it. and Um, you know, something that drastic happens. It's, it's tough to see. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like we all—it's like when those things happen. And I think fans now more than ever, especially after last year with Samar Hamlin, just—you know—we're we're humans too, and um, you know it sucks to see just a guy go like like that, go down and um, lose out on on an opportunity, and you know more. I guess uh, you know be be injured to that yeah. extent. To, yeah. You know have to go through all that so it's tough and um you know it's a violent game and you know it's kind of just part part of it and that we we all sign up for you know
0: it shows you know when in the heat of a of a of the moment of a game um suddenly you see all the players just kind of drop to their knees and just kind of look and they have that stunned look and it's it's a little bit like war you know when when all of a sudden you know one of the soldiers is killed and and uh, you know you you stop and realize it, and I don't mean to equate a game with war. I understand that there's a differences, but that whole thing about, man, that could be us, that could be me. I'm I'm one play away from that, and you know that could be a career ender. So you, you see those dazed looks on players' faces and very concerned ones, and uh, sometimes. Uh, and understandably so way more than the fans who were like, well, where's my beer? You know, come on, right. get, the, get the guy off the field. Come on. It's slowing down the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you guys are in the thick of it and I can only imagine when you see someone who can't get up and has to be carted off that a thought rolls through your head. That could be me. Right.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's why, you know, I, I feel like I, I've been through my fair share of injuries in my you know, college and NFL career. And I know that, you know, which is one play, things can be taken away and um, you know, that's why you can't take it take take this for granted and it's really just a microcosm for life, right? You know, we we yep. all can't take these days for granted and um, you know, you never know when it's gonna be your last play or last day. Yeah. Mm.
0: I have a theory as we let before we let you go that perhaps you can tell me if you think this and I've thought this for a while now having covered the NFL for three decades. It is really, really hard in the NFL to win more than four games in a row or to lose more than four games in a row. It happens now and then, but the ebb and flow of the NFL and the parity between the teams usually get you by the fourth game. And I look at your game, and I look at New England beating Buffalo. right. right after they just looked horrid for the last two. They had lost to the Cowboys 38 to 3, to the Saints 20, the uh, 34 to nothing mm-hmm. to the Raiders, not a great team, 21 to 17. And they come out and they beat the Buffalo Bills. Uh because it's like it's hard to slide that long. Do you have you noticed that 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 that, that four seems to be the the number that it's really kind
1: of hard to get past? Yeah, you know, I never really noticed that uh the four the four number, but I it kind of makes sense in my head is like you know, the parody of the NFL, you know, eventually you're probably going to win a game or you're eventually going to lose a game just, you know, just from the nature of the game. And, um, I mean, that's a good point. I don't think that that's, you know, the reason why we lost, but it's, it is, it is, um, you know, eventually things are going to catch up and, you know, you're going to be in a tough game that you're going to have to battle out, um, you know, whether it's against an unexpected opponent or, um. You know, someone that you're expecting to play really well.
0: Well, the good news on that is you get to start your next four-game yeah. winning streak on Monday night <laughs> at so. home, right? Yeah, yeah at yeah. home,
1: and uh, I'm pretty
0: sure the taste of this one will long be gone by that one because Monday night in, in Ford Field, <laughs> they'll they'll either be so psyched or so drunk that uh, none of none of none of yesterday will be in anybody's mind. They'll just be loud and making a lot of noise, and it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere.
1: For sure, yeah, I'm excited. I haven't played in a, a night game here in Detroit uh, the past three years, so uh, I'm really excited. Um, you know, it's going to be a blast to play in front of in front of the Detroit city. Um, you know, just a prime time game on Monday night. It doesn't, it really doesn't get better than that. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we'll look forward to it. We appreciate your mm-hmm. conversation as always, and we'll look forward to speaking to you after that. Next week, so probably won't be on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, won't be Monday. It won't, be Monday. <laughs> it won't be Monday unless unless it's why you're dressing <laughs> for the locker room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Hang on, on, I got to tape up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good talking right, to you, you Alex. Probably. Thank you for coming right. on, Alex Anzalone, yeah. as always here on 760 WJR.